Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast, hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry, one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry and powered by Schedulicity. Without further ado, should we do? Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. What if payment looked this good? And your tips looked even better. Better yet, what if you could do it all by phone? Norm, payment by text for small businesses. Barbers, stylists, massage therapists, facialists, you name it. Available now for everyone on Schedulicity. Norm, the modern way to pay. I'm sitting with my best friend, Tone. What's up, buddy? What's going on, brother? Dude, I am so incredibly happy to be uh, back on the road and being able to actually do live podcast. Oh, man. It's, it's been a long time, but it's, uh, it feels so good to be around so many of your peeps. There's no doubt about it. So uh, we are now in Chicago. We're at ABS Chicago. That's the American Beauty... Uh, what is it? American show. Beauty Show? American, I'm, I'm <laughs> show. It's the American Beauty Show in, in, in Chicago, Illinois. Um, we, uh, this is our third show. We, uh, we were a couple weeks ago, we were at BTC in Austin, and then, um, or that's about three weeks ago. And then last week, we were at uh, Hair Love in, um, in Zion National Park. Just getting better, brother. It's, uh, you know, you, you forget how important it is to be around so many people. So many, you know what I mean? So many of us kind of got. Uh, isolate it, uh, especially, uh, you know, those who live alone, you know, that's a long 18 months, but yeah. you, you see so many people out here and it's either it's their first show or it's, you know, it's, it's their first show period. And you can see the excitement and the expression and just, it's so wonderful to, again, like I said, just to be around your people, man. It's so, it's so cool. It was, it was really nice, like coming into like BTC and coming into this weekend and we get to catch up with old friends and there was lots and lots of really, really long, awkward whole, uh, hugs. I mean, I think some people were like, dude, you gotta let go. And we got a bunch of new friends. So, yep. uh, yep. I, you know, every time we come to these events, we always say, you know, we want to dig deeper with our old friends and we want to make new friends. And so, uh, so far we've done that in both shows and, uh, all three shows, we already done it this show and this is the first day. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we're, we're off to a good start here, man. Oh, man. And I can't wait to get into our, our, our story today. No, no, definitely. Um, um, so this whole thing came up with we met today's guest at BTC. I mean, we've been friends, but we met her backstage at, at BTC. And we were just like catching up, you know. What you I'm kind of mad at her anyways, because we did a podcast and she did not even mention what she was doing until, uh, uh, you know, she, uh, until BTC. Until BTC. We're like, what? She was going to bring you back on. She was keeping secrets from us, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to get on the other side of yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little gonna, bit. We're, we're going to get on the other side of hair. But <laughs> she's had a pretty big year, too. So um, anyways, should we get him? Yeah, bring her in, bro. Okay. So today, our guest is uh, Danielle Kiesling. Um, over the last couple of years, Danielle's become a pretty good friend of the podcast. And, and we've got to chat a few times. And um, it's just, it's exciting to be able to talk to our friends now in, like, this different arena, right? This different, like, at live shows and stuff. It just... Uh, 
you know, this, yeah, this podcast actually absolutely. might suck because this is the first time that we've actually been live in a year and a half, you know, and like, not, not from you, Danielle, but from us. You right, know? yeah. We, 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 we'll we, try we, to we, shut we, up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we have so you guys much to can say. keep going. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, should we, let's, let's do it then. Yeah. So, Ms. Danielle Kiesling, welcome back to your day off, man. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. Hey, you know the podcast. There's no secrets. You can't hold back. I you know. That's actually, I'm kind of guilty of telling too much so i'm i'm good <laughs> it, gets me, it gets me in a little trouble i won't lie but no uh, that's awesome right. so don't don't hold back <laughs> yeah. no holding back here <laughs> Bro, i mean I, th- I think we have to open up and uh, just congratulate you for your naha win thank you i that's really cool. i i felt really good about it uh editorial is my thing it's my jam mm-hmm. i kind of got into the whole platform of artistry through editorial and doing magazine shoots. So I, this is the first win in the editorial arena for me. Um, but it's like how everyone knows me in the industry. So I was like, yes, thank you. Finally. How long Um, did it take you to, to create this? I mean, how long were you working on it? So that, you know, interesting enough, I, I, because I do so much work for magazines, um, all over the world, this one was kind of a fly by the seat of my pants. Like my girlfriend who shot it, Zoe, she's actually in Savannah, Georgia. And she called me up and she's like, we have this amazing house downtown Savannah that all these interior decorators each got a room to totally go crazy in. And it's this mansion in Forsyth Park and it's going to be fabulous. And I've got wardrobe and we're shooting a girl and I'm like okay I'll be there so I think it was literally one of these things that I just showed up to um had no sometimes when you're doing photo shoots live you just gotta see the model and jump in so um because she's such an artist herself she gives me total creative freedom to do a little bit more uh hair than some of my typical fashion shoots. So this was kind of a cool opportunity to tie the editorial world really strongly into the hair world. And uh, obviously people liked it, so. Dude, that's so cool. So it's so weird. Like, you know, we've talked to a couple of Naha winners on the podcast before. And like everybody's like process is a little different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like like Matt Sweeney's like, I have a game plan, but then the day dictates it. Totally. And And then I think Ammon was the one that was like, no. Every, everything has to be, you know, it's got to be cross T's yeah. and dotted I's, you know. So that's kind of his process. And then Jamie, her process is kind of like a little more strict as well. Okay, yeah, it's it's interesting because I my some of my mentors were very strategic, very very like strict and disciplined, and had me back in the day doing mannequins before I would set up a shoot, and I was like, okay, you know, this is the way I guess it goes. And then as I grew as an artist, and I realized like, okay this is Danielle, like you have to be true to yourself, right? And the one, the year that I won Hairstylist of the Year, I literally, it was kind of a mad panic that week. I was very, very busy and I pull a lot of inspiration from fashion. So I was stuck in my head about the hair. Um, I went into it thinking like, oh, I have to have all five images like planned out and I didn't get around to it. So of course I went to the next thing and that's shopping. So I, I'm like, okay, I'll do the wardrobe. As long as the wardrobe's solid, like something will, something will happen. And I walked in that morning and I think I've told you guys this before, but Ammon's like, so like, what are you going to do? And I looked at him and I was like, 
honestly, I, I'm not a hundred. I, I have no, no idea. idea. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what? You just like set up hairstylist of the year shoot. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> so, um, but it came out like that was actually, that was my favorite collection. And some of the advice that I would give to anyone starting and shooting and photo shoots and editorial is you have to, you have to look at the model and, really pay attention to what looks good on that particular model. And I think sometimes we get so in our creative mode that we aren't paying attention to, is this the hairstyle that should go on this model? And that one was like, okay, sit the girls down. I did their hair looking in the mirror. Everything worked with that particular person. So that was that was a aha moment for me because I I'm like sometimes I put too much too much thought into it and then you get roadblocked. Yeah, so many people that we've talked to as well, you know, you have to be flexible. Yeah. You have to be willing to, like uh Blush and Maine and Doreen. I mean, they they is one of the lights went out and they were freaking out, but they did it anyways and and she won that year. Yeah. Uh so you you have to be flexible. You have to be just you know what I mean? Just do it. And then sometimes, like you said, just spontaneous. It works, right? It worked. That's kind of an amazing story how, like, they, you know, a, a bulb didn't go off, right? So they were like, that was a wasted shot. But then when the images came back, you're like, oh, that is the shot, yeah. right? Yeah. That is the shot. It is. And sometimes it's like what you're not. Yeah, you're not. The flexibility is the biggest, biggest thing. You have to. You have to remain flexible in so many parts of this industry. But I think when you're, you know, when you're leveling up and shooting stuff, especially for Naha, sometimes the best stuff comes from just, you know, playing around or total right. mistake. And you're like, wow, that wasn't even the direction I was going. But that works. Right. <laughs> so, so. Chris Benson, he, he, a lot of times he uses the same models. Mm-hmm. Do you use the same models and kind of get an idea of what, what that, like when you're, when you're imagining or not imagining in your case, your collection, like, do you have like, oh, th- I need that model for this or this is the model that's for that? Um, no, uh, you know, it's funny. Chris Benson was one of my mentors and he is so buttoned up and he has everything planned out. Um, I tried to do that. <laughs> that is not me. Not your style. And you know, it's it's not. There's no right or wrong. It's just what works no. for someone. And I think what you get inspired by is also kind of you know left brain, right brain, and how you execute it. So it's it's one of those things where I said I'm inspired by fashion and uh, you know textures of fabric and uh, I'm beautiful. I say this all the time, joking because I totally, totally straight, but beautiful women. Like I love beautiful women and, you know, to enhance and make them feel their most beautiful is when I really feel like I get the shot because they play the role then. So there's there's two kinds of rappers. You got one that that can read a rhyme and and they they sound amazing. And you got some of that freestyle. She's a freestyle. (laughs) I'm so. a freestyler. I'm totally like, yeah, there's, I don't know how many times I have to tell you this story really quick. Daniel, real Dan caught me in the hallway one day and he's like, why is it every time I see you at a show or in the hallway, you're like disheveled and you're like trying to pull something out of your pocket and you're like on your phone and you're answering an email. And I'm like, yeah, you're kind of right. I I just kind of, I get in my zone and I'm just like work and you know, I'm here and I want to socialize, but I've just, I'm all over the place. So that's not a bad thing. I'm, I'm totally secure with it. A lot of people would just break down, couldn't handle it. They they would, they would just break down or or they just, they couldn't, 
couldn't handle being like like we were talking about earlier, like having okay A B C D. This is exactly how it has to go. Yeah. You know, you can go A D B C oh, yeah. and, and and you flow. I'm like, what hat am I wearing today? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. That's true. Cool. Hey, dude. So we've been out of the shows for 18 months or so. I know. Like, how, how are you feeling? I, Be honest. I, for, okay. Honestly, totally overstimulated. I, I, I was like, I think it was the first show. It was BTC that we were back. And I literally walked around like a zombie. I was like, what is wrong with me? I can't even communicate with people. It was just a lot. You know, yeah. just a lot of stimulation. And you're, we're not used to that. So uh, great to see people. Happy to mm -hmm. be back. This is my jam. Like, as an artist, I did like to do some of the Zoom. But we, yeah, how do I explain this? When you come to live events, you go away feeling like you're filled up too. Like, your cup is full. Because you're giving back. And that's what that's why we do what we do. And that's why we got to where we were. We are, you know? So right. it's like, you're. I wasn't getting, you're not getting the same kind of feedback on zooms and so it's it's like you would get off the zoom and you would do this class and you would just feel very like empty like, like crickets yeah like, <laughs> it was kind of like yeah. you know yeah. and people would give you great feedback and email you and everything like that but it, it was a totally different feeling so this is this is really nice to walk away and go yeah I, I impacted somebody and you know personally touched them plus yeah we're we're an industry of touch yeah. you know what I mean we're visual we want to be with each other yeah. And, you know, we said that in the beginning of the podcast. We are, uh, it, like I said, it, we need each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and we we boost and lift each other. And it's hard to do that over Zoom. You can do it technically, but you can, it's hard to do it, uh, you know. Almost emotionally, right? Yeah, exactly. You're missing the, the emotional 100%. component. Even technically it was a challenge. My God, I was like, I am dancing with this mannequin, like, everywhere. And I can't, like, get it straight. I'm like, why? Why is this so difficult? <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. You know, when you talk about the 18 months, a lot of us, uh, you know, like for me, I, I, I build a uh, little bit of a kind of a brick barbecue unit. You know, most of us do a little small stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, I heard you were doing something else. <laughs> I have done a lot. So I, you know, it's interesting. I talked to a couple of people at the last couple of shows and I don't know how many um, people are out there feeling the same way, but you know, some top artists, just the same. Like, we were just uninspired. We just got, like, wow. Like, our whole world changed so fast that it was, like, I don't want to work on hair. I don't want to, like, build another collection. I kept getting down on myself because I'm, like, I have all this time. I never have this much time. I should have avant-garde pieces built, and I should have collections and mood boards, and I should be ready for, like, the next five years of my life, you know, have just backup shows and, like, just do it all. I didn't right. nothing. I literally was like, every time I would walk into my hair room, I'm like, oh my God, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I just can't right now. And everything that was involved with hair was... By the way, she literally said she has a hair room. <laughs> she has a hair room. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, I Daniel, got caught. <laughs> we're going to get there, but but walk us into your hair room. What is your my hair, hair room? My hair room. My, is it like a studio? It is. Or it's what a is content it? studio. So I have like the pull-down screens and closets full of mannequins and hair, and I'm really organized, so I like, I like a lot of 
Shalvin. <laughs> it's lots of wigs, lots of Ziplocs, lots of labels, Tupperware. All right, bro. So when we release this podcast, you're going to have to like post some pictures of, of the your, hair of room. Your, of the yeah. hair room. Now I'm yeah. making a craft room too. That was Marcus's next thing. I'm like, all right. All right. All right, cool. All right. So, uh, so what you been up to, man? Wow. So yeah. So I, I got super uninspired and then I was like, what are the things that I want to do? Like what, what have I not had the time to do? And I have all this time now on my hands. And one of them was my, my father was a a commercial pilot. And so I started doing private uh, pilots lessons and I bought a plane and wait, wait, you bought a plane? I did. I bought a little okay, Cessna. Did you, did you buy the plane before your first? I did. Uh, I bought the plane before my first lesson. I know it's crazy. Um, yeah. So it's like, it's like <laughs> buying a slum before you went to hair school. Exactly. You know, yeah. well, we know someone that did that. <laughs> Lexi Lomax did that. Yeah. There you go. Right. See it? Successful. So, so dude, <laughs> wait a sec. I mean, it's not a car. Bro. It's not it's a not. car. I mean, you bought a plane before <laughs> you ever took a lesson. I did. I did. I just knew I wanted to do it. So I was like, mm, what the heck? Why not? So, so since you had it, it, it drove you to to make sure that you did it? Is that? I just did it. Well, honestly, I did it because the guy that's teaching me is kind of teaching me off the grid. So it's like, he doesn't actually have a, this sounds so crazy. I'm not going to an actual flight school. He's some secret service dude that has a lot of experience and works for all these agencies like overseas. He goes and like does all this covert pick like hostages up and all this crazy stuff. So it was an opportunity that I couldn't pass up. I mean, he's like, I'll teach you how to fly. You just have to buy a plane. And I'm like, a what? Well, so. wait a second. Where did this conversation happen, Danielle? At dinner, actually, with friends. <laughs> it was a dare. It was like he was, they were talking about planes, and he was talking about going up in the plane and how fast he goes and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, that would be fun. And he's like, okay, I'll pick it up tomorrow, and we'll go try it and see how, how you like it. And I'm like, really? I might have too much wine, but <laughs> it might not be a good idea tomorrow morning. Um, no, but it was one of those things that, yeah, it was just a cool cool opportunity and i thought why not i'm gonna take it up so, so does your hours count since he, he's not with mm-hmm. the school yeah he's certified yeah okay. yeah at least i'm i'm kind of going through i say the crash I hope so. crash course right. I, I hate to use yes, that that's word a terrible term when you have a plane i know you know? I'm like, it is it's like kind of a crash course well, you, hope, you hope it's not like one of those apprenticeship programs and, and it's a nightmare when the apprenticeship program uh, the apprentice goes all the way through and then the hours don't count and they got to start oh, that over would suck. yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> no this is this is legit Legit. And well, halfway legit. Like half, yeah. I mean, how did you buy a plane? I know. I mean, I mean, what kind of what kind of flight instructor makes them buy a plane? You go buy a plane, and I'll teach you. Oh, well, what kind of person says okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Somebody that's up for fun. <laughs> Touche. Oh, that's so awesome, dude. I, I I'm just like. So are, away, yeah, are, are you flying solo yet? I have not done my solo yet. I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Um, my, my father always had this thing with landings. Like every time we flew with someone else, he's like, that was a terrible landing or that was a great landing. And they must have not worked for the military because they have to, you know, land on the boats or whatever you call it, the ships. Right. And um, so I have this whole 
thing in my head that I panic. And I mean, I've landed the plane plenty of times, but I definitely have to get over it before I do it by myself because he's yeah. got to like talk me through the whole thing. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, it's going to go down too fast or I'm going to hit too hard. And yeah, I've, I've done it. But... So, so you literally have your dad's voice in your oh, head. Oh yeah. The whole time. The it's like, that's the worst perfect. thing ever, bro. He's such a perfect, he was such a perfectionist that it's like, damn. That might, that might be bad advice. <laughs> Like, you might have to, like, meditate that out. I have to like, do something. But, yeah. no, it's we good. Know, we know a hypnotist. I'm so. fine <laughs> once I get up in the air. Like, taking off is fine. Being up there is fine. Landing, I'm like. <gasps> well, that, that's part of the process. I know it is. So, <laughs> part of the process. That's so crazy. But. You want to hear a crazy story? So, Tony and I, we were flying to uh, Montana, right? Mm-hmm. So, we get to uh, Salt Lake City. And we're, like, we're like 20 minutes early. You know, like, whenever you start to arrive early, like, you're excited. You're like, yeah, you know, we get here a little bit early. So, we go down. And then we take back off. Like, mm-hmm. you know, off the runway, yeah. right? I and we're like. He used to do that to me as, like, torture. <laughs> Yeah, well, do it again. Com- do this it a again. Commercial, this is a commercial joke. Oh, right? really? So we're like, oh, crap. What's going on? So then for the next hour and a half, we're circling the airport like this. Right now we're missing our connections. You know, all that stuff is going on. They couldn't get the landing gear down. Yeah. So we were like going like this. And then. The, so the cra- crazy story is like we, we started to descend again. Corey goes, looks at me. He goes, you see fire trucks? We're screwed. Yeah. And all yeah. Guess fire what? Trucks. There were fire trucks on both sides of the oh runway. Oh my like gosh! This. I'm like, that would thanks, be Corey. Yeah. I was like, I was like, bro, I love you, man. That, <laughs> that might be the last I love you. We were like, belly it down. Yeah. So then we get down, and then like they wouldn't even let us taxi in. So now like all the fire trucks like surround. Now you're like, it felt pretty good. What the hell's going on? You know. But they did like this full inspection before they bring it. They they taxi us wow, in. Wow, that's a little scary. We were fine. That's yeah, we we're that's fine. Scary, we, we made it. It's crazy. That's one thing I I will say. I've learned so much about planes that I'm so I hear everything now, and I'm like, oh, that was a sound or that. <laughs> and then I just went uh, skydiving a couple of weeks ago, and it was I wanted to get out of that plane so bad because the guy when he took off, he pitched this plane so extreme. I was like, this is like this is this is gonna stall. The plane's gonna stall. This is calling for a stall. I just want to jump out of this plane, so I'm out of this plane. <laughs> so yeah, I guess it works that way. I was actually gonna ask you if you are, uh, were jumping out of planes just in case you're playing. <laughs> so when you go to your first solo, are you gonna like pack up? A I might. <laughs> it might not be a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, but she's she gonna have like 20 feet to jump out of because it's gonna be jumping out of the landing. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not the time to bail. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that is the craziest story, Daniel. Yeah. Like, it's cool. Uh, do you know anyone else in the industry that has a pilot license? I don't, actually. No. All right. There we, there we go. I'm, so if you're listening to this podcast and you know somebody within the industry yeah. that has a pilot license. Message me. I'd love yeah, to. Yeah. yeah, message us too. Yeah. <laughs> Super yeah. cool. That'd be, that'd be pretty crazy, yeah. right? I know. One day. Who knows? I'll be flying a big, big plane. I'll be flying Alta Beauty around. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. And by the way, that was the slickest promotion ever. <laughs> That's because so I'm missing the rehearsal, right? so I have to do it somewhere. <laughs> Stop it, bro. Stop it. Ammon's going to come and kill us, man. <laughs> that is awesome, man. All right, so not only are you a pilot now, but you're apparently you're like a, a professional mouse trapper as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the day. Yeah, we had a mouse in the house. <laughs> A mouse, a mouse in a house. And uh, we are, we're humane. We really like animals. And we tried to get rid of the mouse without setting a real mouse trap. 
Is a mouse really an animal? I know. Is it a real animal? I just have a... Th- I know. I mean, it's a thing. I know. Well, actually, Marcus wanted to set traps right away, and then I talked him out of it, and then it backfired on me because at the when I finally did want to set traps because I was like, we're not catching this thing. He was like, you're not going to kill it, are you? I'm like, are, really? We've been trying to <laughs> catch this thing for three days. But we did. We actually, we got super close. We chased him around the garage for a little while. I know you saw that video. And he got <laughs> under this wood pile in the garage and he ran up the wall, which freaked me out. So I'm like standing on this. I, I didn't even, I don't know why I didn't know that they could climb walls because <laughs> I, yeah, clearly, <laughs> but yeah. So we climbed up the wall and Marcus had a pail and a broomstick and he hits the, this thing that he hid behind and the mouse falls in it. And he's like, <gasps> Into the bucket. he's like, Oh my God, I caught it. I caught it. And he, goes to show me and he tilts the bucket down and this mouse flies out at me. <laughs> I came unglued. I think that's when the camera cut off. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. Do me a favor. You have to put that up. It's like a... As, I will. As, as I'll something. tag It was you. the funniest video. Like, the, put it up as a reel or something or a couple reels. It was the funniest video. I know I texted you yeah. that morning and I was like, dude, you guys are nuts. Yeah. Well, and then we had like a whole... Uh, we had a contest like who could catch the mouse so we had like mouse traps and i just i just didn't really like i was like i'm just so did you you marked each trap with uh like this is danielle's trap oh yeah we no so we like made mouse traps so he had a whole like the the old board game from the 1970s yeah totally he had the whole walk the plank thing and fall into a bucket i'm like well have we not figure out that that doesn't work. <laughs> um, but whatever. I set up a have a heart trap with a big sign that said strip cheese. And I had Christmas lights around it. Because he's a rat, right? He's going to go into a strip club. <laughs> Isn't that what rats do? Yeah, of course. That's, it was very common sense to me. So who, who won? Yeah. Um, actually, we ended, up, we ended up buying mouse traps. And that was a sad day. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, listen, it is, a, it, it is a sad day, but it's also a necessary it day. Sad. He was sad. Yeah. At least you try to save a rat, I right? Tried. That sounds like a shirt. <laughs> try to save a rat. <laughs> at a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> at, at a strip cheese. Strip cheese. <laughs> Dude, that is so funny, man. Oh, good times. Good times. Never a dull moment with me. Right. Ne- never. Uh, please put that video up. Like I said, it was so funny. I was, I was, that was. I might have been driving and watching it and laughing on my way to work, and it was it was it was a good Saturday good morning one. for me. Yeah, that's what you get with me. Well, I, I felt bad for the other cars on the road. Then. I felt bad for the other cars <laughs> on the road too because I was crying a little bit. It was so right. funny. Oh man! Oh, so what's your what, what's your schedule for the rest of the year? Mm. Wow. Um, yeah. Talk about back and back at it. Uh, you know. Obviously, we just talked about it. We've been at three shows in the last probably three weeks. Um, from here, I go to... Actually, unfortunately, I have to leave here a day early. I've got a hair you wear shoot down in Miami. So I'll be there. And then I go directly from hair you wear um, shooting wigs to North Carolina to teach a cl- my first in-salon class since nice. since COVID um, for Matrix, and then and then I go home, and then I go out to LA. Uh, I can't announce it quite yet, but great. You just did. Great links. Great links <laughs> is um, we just we brought on a celebrity hairdresser. Um, all I can tell you is it's a woman, 
Mm-hmm. I'm super excited. That breaks it down to 85% mm. of the industry. <laughs> super <Right>. excited. <laughs> uh, she's amazing. She's, uh, I just kind of scouted her out. I saw her on Instagram and I thought. Is this like a name we know? Yeah, you'll know her. You'll know her. You'll definitely know her. It's. I'm super excited. She fits our aesthetic perfectly. And so I'm going out there to train her. And then I go to Italy. Yeah. Stop. No, I'm going to Italy uh, for L'Oreal, for Matrix. I'm doing a show out in Italy. So that'll uh, be the beginning of October. So I'm game on. That's really mega cool. Yeah. I um I, I kind of want to. I want to give a shout out to a friend of ours that actually uh, goes to a lot of shows with us. And that's uh, that's Gabriel Urbina mm-hmm. or Artistry by Gabriel. And like, we're so excited for him because he's doing the mentoring program through Matrix with with Tabitha. Oh, like, awesome. He's one of five, right? Oh, that, wow. That are doing it. You did it last year, right? You helped, I've you helped, helped some of the yeah. mentees? Mm-hmm. It's so cool. It is such a cool It's a cool thing, program. You know? Really cool and program. Super excited for him. That's awesome. It's really cool, yeah. right? That's it's, a it's great cool. program. It, what's really cool too is that Tabitha's a different person. Like she's not that person you see on TV. Like when you, oh, yeah, when, no. when you know her, she's like she's just so sweet and so she's been so kind to us. Yeah, you know, in in, in supporting us and helping us out, and it's just, it's really cool. I was really excited for the mentees last year, mm-hmm. and it was weird though, really weird because there was five last year, and we knew two of them, which is like out of all the hairdressers in the oh, world. Really? Yeah, we knew Jill. Okay, and we knew um, Stephanie. Okay. You know, actually, that's a cool. Should we get in that? Story? Yeah, Stephanie's story is pretty cool. So we did a so we did a um we did a hair show with Presley last year, right? Mm-hmm. Two years so, ago. Two years ago. I know yeah, we missed year, last year, two years, whatever. We missed right. So we did that. We did that show with Presley, and we were doing a mentor thing. So come in and hang out with Presley for the weekend, and you can kind of assist her for for the show Sunday night, right? So, um, long story short, Stephanie, we had a, we had hundreds of entries, but then Stephanie ended up winning. Like Presley was like, "That's the girl I want to work with." Two days later, Tabitha calls her and says, you're a mentee. Oh, cool. I mean, talk- you talk about like a great yeah, week. Yeah, that's a good week. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that's a good week. It's so cool. That's and cool. then, of course, we know Jill from, you know, Sage yep. Lawn and, and Eric and all yep. them. Are you going to premiere? I will. I'll be there. You going as Alta or? I, yes, I'm or? going there as Alta. You don't know. Really. <laughs> I'm, I'm not 100%. No, I'm going there for Alta. That's awesome. Yeah. And that Alta team is something. I know. So you should, when we're in Orlando, you should take Corey up for a quick spin in the air. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hey. I've never jumped Come out of a plane. <laughs> Have you never gone skydiving? No, I'm terrified Come of it. Come on, let's go skydiving. So much fun. It's going to change your life. I have some other change in life going <laughs> things that are happening in Orlando. Yeah? yeah. Well, we're, we're trying to, I don't know if we, I'll just talk about it and then it'll happen, whatever. So... Sam Via is doing this really cool. I don't know if you've heard, but Sam Via is doing this really cool thing. So what he's doing is whenever he comes to a show, obviously, like this weekend, he's here. And I'm getting emotional, right? So what he's doing is he's doing makeovers on women that were formerly sex trafficked. Okay, wow, that's awesome. That's awesome, mm-hmm. right? So every stop he's doing that. So um, so he invited us to do that in Orlando. Oh, super cool. So when we do that, so we'll do, we'll do like a whole makeup makeover. I, I don't want to call it a series, but this makeover. Look, I'm getting emotional. Um, Love though. Yeah, like it's 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 really important, and 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 it's something that that it's an impact we can make on people as hairstylists, mm-hmm. which I think is so incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that we don't we don't always honor the position or the help that we can give. Yeah, and and it's cool. So we're gonna do it with Sam, and there's this woman we just met her last name, uh, Rachel. Rachel, who uh, she has a nonprofit and she organizes a lot of these kind of, I don't want to call them events, but these kind of things, Wonder. you know, she like, like her goal is like, how can she support Mark Bustos and what he's doing? Yeah. You know, how can, how can she support, you know, this kind of stuff? So she's supporting Sam in this. 
And then we're going to do a podcast with Sam and her so we can get her a little bit Fantastic. of uh, stuff. And Rachel's amazing because what she does when she organizes this, you know, because, you know, a lot of these women, uh, they don't want to be touched. They don't want to, yeah. you know what I mean? And especially by guys that's going to help, um, you know, with the makeovers. There's there's certain things that there's safety issues. So she takes care and organizes all that. So when we show up, all we have to do is do hair. That's awesome. We don't have to think about all the other things because she's already taken care of that and make sure these women feel safe, yeah. and give them a safe space to really get made over. And it's just it's she's doing a, an amazing thing for the for these That's women. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, let me know if you guys need anything. Yeah, yeah, we we, we definitely will re, we'll reach out. We were funny talking about Tabitha. We were supposed to do it with Sam in Thailand last year before COVID. We were going to go to Thailand with Sam and Tabitha, and we were going to because you know she does that thing with uh, Selena. Yep. Celine or Selena? I think it's Celine. 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 We're gonna do that thing with Celine yeah. um, over in Thailand. Um, same kind of thing, right? So, but that difference is that they actually they teach these women a trade, trade. hairdressing yep. trade. You know, so instead of going back to the the quote unquote street or whatever, that they actually have a trade that they can that they can make some money yeah. on it, uh, make some money for themselves. That's super and cool. It's super cool, and it's it's that is super powerful. And uh, I hope in the future, moving forward, we can we can do that with Sam and and, and Tabitha. That's but, awesome. I know this time we're going to do it in, in Orlando, and I think it's pretty, pretty cool, cool man, you know? So that's going to be our life-changing thing. So I where I would that. love to fly with you, and I'd love to jump out of a plane, I got other plans. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> but I was saying let him fly solo with you. I was just saying not I, jumping out of a plane, just fly. I know. It's like, does he trust me? Uh, you want the answer to that? No. no, no. <laughs> I'm Daniel. totally serious when I'm in my plane. I'm not like this. Daniel, I, I'm, Daniel, not, Daniel. I'm not all Listen, over the place. You're not, <laughs> you you're not spontaneous. Plane, I'm not getting in a plane with you. <laughs> you just said you can't land no, a plane. No, I didn't say I can't land. I said it scares me. She's landed a whole bunch of times. You landed a whole bunch of I've times. I've landed a, a, literally. He made me take off, circle around the airport, land, take off, circle around, like, 20 times. I'm like, oh my God, I, okay, fine. This is like torture now. Look, sp spontaneous, Danielle. Nah, let's, let's go back up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's cool. That's so cool. So, uh, so all your lessons, well, you, I think you said it, but all your lessons are in your plane, yeah. right? So you'll know that like, like crazy. Yeah. That makes it, makes it solid. I did fly another plane and I'm like, mm, maybe I need an upgrade. <laughs> totally. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> What's a resale on your Cessna? Um, well, it depends on what you do to them. So planes are interesting. They're, they're not anything like cars, you know, planes hold their value. And if you put money into them, you can sell them for more than you bought them for. So it's very, so it's kind of a safe investment to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I, I thought, wow, that's, I think it's less expensive than my car. So I think I'm okay. <laughs> so. Actually, we were talking, so. With a plane, is it? Do you, can you get like a five-year term on it or a ten-year term on it? Like, like if you if you were to finance it, like, like what's the what's the finance term on it? I don't know. I don't I don't finance anything. So you just pay cash mm -hmm. for it. <laughs> That's what we're hairdressers, right? We make good money. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Bala. Like, I don't know any hairdressers that are buying planes, Danielle. Hey. That's a little different, bro. You never know. She's like, I need to upgrade too. I need a jet. I need a jet. I mean, there you go. Right. That's what I'm talking about. I actually, now I'm like obsessed with planes. So every time I see planes land and are in an airport, I'm like, oh, look at that jet. Oh, I want that one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Does your dad still fly? Oh, my dad's deceased, unfortunately. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's going to be like, that's, it's kind of my like ode to him. So 
He flying. loved it. He was obsessed with flying. He wanted one of us kids to fly, and nobody did. They were all afraid. So I'm like, yeah, what? What do I have yeah, to I'm lose? Not a, she's like, what do you got to lose? You can't win the point. You got everything to lose, Danielle. Come on. And have some life. No, I'm such a perfectionist that, trust me, like I'm hard on myself. No one ever has to be hard on me because I'm the hardest person on myself. That's awesome. Wow. I mean, not, not so many people can win hairdresser of the year editorial, right? Mm -hmm. So you got you got to have something in you to, to, to make sure that you get it done. And obviously, yeah. the, that's just another thing that you, you put all your skills and talent and you're getting it done. Yeah. You have to have balance in your life, too. You know, like you only live mm -hmm. once. So, like, go do things that you, if you have passions for other things, jump in, you know? Uh, yeah, that's it's so well said, and especially it's so opposite of what your daily life is, yeah. right? So it really just helps balances your life. And it balances your life and it keeps your brain thinking. It's funny. You know, I never, I never thought like, oh, at 41, I'd like to go back to school. You know, it's just like, you're just in it. You're, you're good at what you do and you keep doing it. And it's just such a routine. And this is, this has stretched me a lot. Now I'm kind of like, I want to learn another language and I want to, you know, just I'm, I'm all over the place right now. I want to keep doing what I'm doing. But I also, one of the things that this whole pandemic has taught me is like, you really take the time to live your life. Mm, well said. Yeah. Really well said. You know what's cool though, Bob, going back to school at 41 is that you go back and eat on, in your roles. Yeah. Right, like you totally. take the classes you want to do, or you, you, you educate yourself the way that you want to educate yourself. It's not all the other, like, oh, that's... It's good and it's bad, I'm not going to lie. There was a couple... What's the bad? <laughs> the bad is the, you just don't do it. I'm, I don't know how many times I've, like, I was supposed to, like, study this for five hours and get in the plane, but I didn't, so... <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, the bad. You're not, you're not tempting me to get That's in the plane the at all. That's the bad. I don't know how to study about how to fly a plane. Why would we do that? No, I mean... It's it's as long as you know how to deal with an emergency, you're fine. <laughs> Dude, flying planes is in nobody's genes. Gene, genes evolve over like tens of thousands of years. I, we've been flying for a hundred. I don't know. I The first time I went up, he was like, okay, you're like, you got it. You got it. I flew a helicopter once. Did you? Sort of. <laughs> like, like he gave me, have you flown a helicopter? No, I just rode in a helicopter in Vegas. Okay. So when you like fly, you like you always have to. Oh yeah. The joy, you're always like moving the joystick thing to keep the plane to keep the helicopter up. Mm -hmm. And I was so anxiety driven that like the plane. The, the so you have to constantly do that. Yeah, yeah. So that's you're like you're always balancing it out, right? You're always balancing oh, would, it out. Yeah. Because you, listen, helicopters aren't designed to fly. No, I know planes right? are. So that's a good thing. They're right. gliders. Gliders, <laughs> right? So like wh while you're doing the stick, that's like the back. You know, and it kind of like keeps the, oh. it keeps the helicopter up, so it's always keeps the elevator. It keeps the elevator, <laughs> right? So, like, as they're doing it, man. But I was like, Whoa. yeah, <laughs> that like, makes me nervous. It made me way nervous, and then of course, the worse that it gets, right? Then the then the the worse that it gets. Yeah. He didn't let me do it for very long. He he took over pretty rapidly. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he didn't want to crash either. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would make me nervous. It was a kind of cool experience, but it was definitely uh, anxiety driven, uh -huh. you know. Yeah. So, so, what would you tell young hairdressers that they, if if they wanted to do or to to be a Danielle to 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 do Naha to to fly? I mean, what what would you tell them to you know? What advice? What's my advice. Um, 
put yourself out there. I, you know, you have to make connections. You have to meet people and you have to have mentors. And one of the things that I'm doing or I do on the side, other than my other five jobs, is I coach people uh, one-on-one. And I don't, I don't have a format. It's not an online course. It's literally one-on-one private coaching. And it's totally customized to what the student wants. So I have people that I have, they want me to help them redo their brand and their salon service menu and they have questions about pricing and they want a new website. And so we'll design that whole thing. I mean, digitally, logo, everything. Um, I have people that want to be in the editorial world. So I coach them via satellite to start an editorial photo shoot or a photo shoot. And then I can have them come to me to shoot it or we can go to them, you know, whatever it is. So it's really customized. And I, I, that's what I love to do. That's my passion. So I thought, you know, why don't I do this? And it doesn't have to be like, all, I don't have to have that big website and all this like stuff and, you know, right up front. And I just jumped in. And so when I jumped in, I put it on social media and I probably have about 20 regular clients that I work with now. It's, it's awesome. And I love to see the growth. I, I get so proud because I'm like, wow, they like took everything I told them. There's a gal, um, hair artistry by Kelsey and Kelsey Martin. And she, she was one of my earlier students and uh, she was just at, she was just nominated uh, for the BTC uh, hair color award. And she was up against me and I'm like, it's just so cool. She had not really done it. She was up against you at at the the one shot. BTC one shot. So you yeah. were in the same category. Yeah, yeah but I oh, was like wow. so happy. I would I would have been happy if she won. Oh my god, yeah. I would have been like ecstatic. And that's that's why I do what I do. And you know, that's the cool thing. I love to see that because she was she was very uh, green in photo shooting. And now I'm watching her on Instagram and I'm like, go girl. I love it. And everybody excels at a different pace. There's people that I've been coaching for the last three years, and then there's people that I coach for you know, an intersection session with five, five classes or five one-on hours, one-on-one with me. And Mm -hmm. they just take it and run. And she was one of them. She just took everything and just ran with it. It's so cool. Do you guys still communicate together? Yeah. She's super supportive of uh, what I'm doing. And, um, you know, just, she just doesn't need me anymore, which I like (laughs) love though. Like, because she, yeah, that that is exactly, that is the the goal. goal. And uh, exactly. So, you know, Grasshopper got wings. Yeah. Grasshopper got wings. That's, that's pretty good. It kind of reminds me of a conversation that we had with Daniel Mason Jones. And he said, um, you know, Daniel. Mm-mm. So Daniel um, Daniel does like $1.2 million from behind his chair. Okay. He has. F- I want to meet Daniel. From behind his chair. <laughs> wow, that's not, pretty not awesome. Not the salon. But four behind, days a week. Four oh, days a week. Oh, wow. But what he has four assistants, right? I wonder and if he, he owns a plane. I I don't know if Daniel would own a plane (laughs) but he said what what he's most proud of in his career is that every year he teaches four people how to be a millionaire hairdresser that's awesome you know and that's that's that I don't want to say that's his giving back but that's that's what he does and that's what he's most proud of and that and for as much impact that that Daniel has that's super cool you guys are kind of neighbors he's in Atlanta is he he's not far from you yeah yeah what 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 the the hook you guys yeah I'll be there I'll be there in November for a class. Is he going to be in Orlando? Or is he traveling? I don't, 
Well, well, he travels with Salon Center because they're not doing a lot this year. So oh, I think sure I do Daniel's know doing. who he is then. He was at Naha. Okay, okay. I know. I know the face. I'll show you a picture. You know I don't Daniel. think we've actually been formally introduced, but. Too bad he's not here because you know I'd do that. I know. You know my love language. <laughs> my love language is connecting people. I love that. Yeah, that's really that's cool. That's a good guy. Danielle, dude, we love you. I, I mean, first, and just thank you so much for the friendship over the last you know few years. It's kind of like we got like close over COVID. Yeah. Weirdly. Right, because we were actually that is the case because we were we scheduled a podcast right before sure. COVID, and then all that weirdness happened. Yeah, you know, and then we recorded that. So we actually, I think our first podcast was like March or something of of, of that yeah. of, of of that year. Yeah, it's, it's so crazy. Cool. It's crazy to think that the that year. Well, I guess it was eighteen months. Just yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. We're gonna, in a couple it's like it's lost. I know. You know it's, it's like I keep saying that in every realm of my life. I'm like, last year? No, it wasn't last year. It was two, two and a half years yeah. ago. <laughs> exactly. It's like we went to sleep 18 months ago, and then we wake up, and here we are. Yeah. Exactly. It's just like we lose 18 months. I know. It's wild. The, the, the joke that I made was, and this doesn't clearly refer to you, but the joke that I made is like, it, it was the year that everything happened and nothing happened at the same time. Yeah. I. Right? I it's so true. And, you know... Hats off. I mean, nothing happened. You bought a plane. I I just did, like, fun stuff. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I had to put balance back in my life. I was burning the candle on both ends, uh, clearly. And, you know, I realize that now. But um, just hats off to those of you who took that 18 months and revamped. You know, revamped, Mm -hmm. you know, whether they, they had a coaching program or a business program or, you know, revamped their salon. I mean, I did a lot of actually salon consulting during the time too, because people were like, all right, this is the first time that we have the time to do this. So, you know, I think for, for those of, for those of us who did do that, hats off for those of us who didn't, you know what? It's it's a thing of the past now, and like well, also hats off. Yeah, right? whatever you need it, you got absolutely. And I was Hopefully. like I said, I was Hopefully. one of those that I just was like, I'm gonna have some fun. <laughs> so there's sounds nothing like wrong you, with that. Yeah, either. it sounds like you just can't have grass growing under your feet. So correct. Uh, and I'm a mover. <laughs> you know, I don't do well sitting, so I learned that as well. I was like you know, looking at the clock and I'm like, oh my God, it's only three o'clock. Like I got to do something. I started painting. Like I was doing renovations. Everyone's like, I thought you bought a new house. I'm like, I, I I did, but you know what? It's a year and a half old. It probably needs a new paint job. I don't know. Oh my God. You must've driven Marcus crazy. (laughs) You know, that's funny. We actually met, we met during COVID. Stop. Yeah. It's, we haven't been together that long. We met during COVID. He was, he's, he moved uh, back from Las Vegas as a photographer. And I was just, again, just, I'm like, I got to do something and I got to like do a photo shoot or something. I haven't touched hair for so long. And I had my, um, one of my models was living with me. Um, Miriam. So she, she was living with me and I'm like, I have this like s- built in model. I've got to find a photographer. And I came across this stuff and I was like, who's this guy? So we ended up working together and the so rest wait, is history. Hold on, hold on. Slow. No, no, this is not <laughs> history. Your history is forward. So he's never like experienced the full Danielle on the road. Oh all the no. That you on the no. road all the time, not going to be there no. emotionally. No, the crazy packing night. No, like he, yeah. This is an all new Danielle. It's an all new Danielle. I was like, <laughs> I had to warn him for a while. A month. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, I'm going to warn you. This is like very, I'm, I know I'm pretty laid back now and super chill, but like when I get in my mode and he went to Naha with me, so he saw, 
He knew. He was, he was like, a BTC too, right? Um, no, he wasn't at BTC. Okay. That's right. The pictures I saw were from Naha yeah. in Vegas. So yeah, he was at Naha and yeah, I, there was times, trust me. He was like, Whoa. wow. Oh, he's like, you weren't kidding. No, but he's, he's super supportive of it. It's just, it is funny because I'm like, I warned you. I told you you're getting a different Danielle. When I get into my zone, I'm, I'm all business and focus and, you know. It's interesting. I mean, we've been trying to wrap here, but it, 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 it's interesting because the, the road warriors, right? The people that we see on the road every weekend, like it, it's tough. Oh yeah. You know, it's tough on, it's tough on families. And like, um, we just said an article and, you know, we thanked our, our families, right? Because none of our family signed up for this life. Correct. You know, none of them signed up for this life. And like, and they don't get the glory that we get. No, right? my God. I've been, I'm divorced twice, for goodness sakes. This is like, <laughs> let's not make it a third. <laughs> you probably don't want to marry Marcus. Though. You probably just want to date I'm him. I'm totally happy with where I'm at right now. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, you're right. Like they don't, they don't get that. We love what we do so much and we love the people that are around us. And I think that unless you're, you either have a really, really supportive partner or it's hard. I mean, it's really hard to, to understand because we're such giving people and emotional and like connected. And actually last night I called him up and I was having a moment and I'm like, I just need you to listen to me. And you know, like when you have a partner that can just go, okay, just dump it, you know, mm -hmm. then yep. it works. But I've only learned that over the last few years. Actually. Yeah. Like my wife, like she's like dumping on me and like, I want to, you know, being, the spouse, I want to fix everything. She's like, I don't want you no, to fix it. No, we anything. never, we, that's the best advice. We never want you to fix it. We just want you to listen. And I don't even care if you're listening, just pretend. Pretend. <laughs> <laughs> that legitimately was, I learned that like five years ago, right? We've been together for 30 years and I learned this five years ago. And it kind of feels like inauthentic a little way because I feel like I just hacked a marriage. Yeah. Like I don't have to do anything. Yeah. You mean I don't have to do anything? Yeah. You know, but also, like, there's this, there's this male ego thing in me that's like, I want to fix this for my family. You know, so totally. Yeah, I, I struggle with that, too. But I guess it was about five years ago where I finally accepted, like, you know, kick my ego out of the way and, like, just, like, just be the listener. Yeah, no, exactly. But when, when you better be on your toes, too. Because if she asks you a question and you're like, huh? <laughs> I was going to say, you say, I don't care if you're listening. Even you kind of got to, like, you kind of uh, just check in every once in a while. My daughter, my daughter tried to check me one time when, like, that. she was having a conversation. She didn't think I was paying attention. So she, like, she threw in, like, monkey with blue pants. Like, you know what I mean? Like, something crazy and just keep talking like you know i'm like yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm like monkey blue pants she's okay you're listening, you're listening. Yeah, that's yeah. good, that's good. That's awesome. i love that yeah awesome so danielle how can people find you and like uh kind of this is your time to promote anything that you're up to or like you know do the instagram thing who all, all the, the or, one million freaking companies that you work for or be one of the one of 20 that you coach <laughs> yeah exactly exactly i love it um you can find me on, on instagram obviously at danielle.keesling um, I actually really didn't like that. I wish I could change my username on Instagram, but I can't, right? Um, but you, can, you can do it to pilot Danielle Keesling. <laughs> pilot Danielle Keesling. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Danielle.Keesling. And DM me. Let me know if I can help you in this industry. It is my passion. I'm always taking new coaching students as well. And, you know... Follow me on any of my brand channels. Right, right. So you're with, so all the brands, you're with Ulta's? Ulta, Beauty, Biolage, Matrix, um, Great Links, and Shark Fin Shears. I just picked up a ambassador thing with them. Ooh, Air Fives, good job. Awesome. I love that company, actually. The Talk about some major shear education. If you ever want to know about the shears you're purchasing, hit, hit us up because they have it dialed in. 
That's amazing. Yeah. I will check them out. I love it. All right, Danielle, official this time. So we're going to see you on the road. We'll continue to see you on the road. Yes. So that's really awesome. We're excited about that. We're always excited when we get to hang out with our friends. And, know. you know, it, it, makes, it makes the travel worth it, you know. Yeah. Well, keep doing what you guys are doing because uh, you guys thanks, are babe. awesome. We're huge thanks, fans. Man. We love you so much. And we just want to, yeah, again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, Miss Danielle Kiesling, thank you very, very much for joining us on your day off. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, share it with friends. Give us a rating and drop a review. To listen to all the latest podcasts, please subscribe from your favorite podcast outlet. And to stay connected on and off the show, you can follow us at Hairdistry on Instagram and all other social media platforms. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Peace and love.